Jeff Blair loves to commute. Let him join you on yours. Subscribe to podcasts of the Jeff Blair Show at iTunes or with your favorite podcatcher. Sportsnet 590 The Fan on demand. On demand. On demand. On demand. Going in for the shot, the shot is It's game day. for the Leafs and Sens. John Tavares with a hat trick! This is the Leafs Morning Skate. Mitch Marner snaps it home! On Sportsnet 590, The Fan. All right, it is Leafs Morning Skate. Andre DeVoe, Anthony Stewart, Jeff Blair. See if we can go the whole hour without talking about Austin Matthews. Impossible. AM 30. I'm just kidding. 34. Oh, AM 34. Thank you. No, 30 million, that 30, that's 30. how much he's getting in signing bonus in the first two years. So, yes, AM30. <laughs> can you imagine that? I can't imagine that. I can imagine it. Oh. Imagine what I'd be buying with it. Yeah. We got to get this out of the way first. Well, there's two things you got to get out of the way. One, your friends of the Hamilton Steelhawks said to congratulate you in your snipe Friday night. Oh, I, I sniped hard. It was, it was, well, it was. It was AM34 It was AM34S for sure. It, was, it might have been Stu Monroe S back yeah. in the day. Bar down. Okay, I preferred five hole, but I was known for a couple top shelf goals. Over the years. Were you? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, you, I, I remember you being a five hole guy. Yeah. I remember telling goalies before the game, Stewie shoots five hole. I'm going to, you know what? This I'm going to predict I'm going to score a five hole goal for you this week in, uh, in, in senior A. Is it on, where can I find it? Is it on YouTube, the game or? I have no idea, no. but but uh, I'll have to ask George, the owner, where, where, where it's televised. Hey, George, let us yeah. know, George. Jo- George, tweet us, let, let us, us know. know where we could find the game on, on uh, TV. We also, uh, in Anthony Stewart, uh, have an individual who is represented by Mitch Marner's agent who was in the news yesterday. Uh, we had uh, Darren Ferris on today. I thought he did a really good job of sort of clarifying things. Yeah. I think he um, was almost running for office the way yeah, you were grilling him with those questions. They're a little hard no, on Darren. No, it wasn't hard. It's just but, that, you know, I, my first question was, and for those you know, people who are catching up, um, there's a column in the Toronto Star today by Dave Fetch, Fetchuk. Agent says Marner getting lowballed, and Darren Ferris said, well, you know, I was talking about the, the first offer. Because my first reaction was, okay, you and your client have told us that you don't want to negotiate this year. So what lowball offer are you talking about? And I would think that whatever that offer is, you know, if it had come at the start of the year, the offer would be different now because you've got more information. He said, you know, yeah, it was an offer at the start of the year. Look, you guys, you guys played for pay. Your agents, your agents talk to GMs all the time. It's not like they'll, you know, it's, Today's the day I got to pick up the phone and talk to uh, talk to the guy about Stewart's contract. They just talk to them all, the GMs all the time, don't they? Check in, what's going on? How's my guy doing? Hey, if you got a chance, can we sit down and talk about this? Like, yeah, uh, absolutely. And you know, players, they're not very business savvy. So when Marner says, you know what, I don't want to talk about it, that's probably you know, at, a, at advice of the agent. So that's almost like, I don't want to know. It's almost yeah. like covering your ears. Yeah. Right? Call, I don't yeah. want to know. Can't hear you. Yeah. Right? So call me when you have an update basically is usually what it is. But what I can say, a lot of the agents, they deal with the business side of it. But with Darren Ferris, he's, he cares about the players. He was a, he was an agent that used to come pick me up, drive me to Cornwall. I got a ticket one time for not wearing a seatbelt and he paid the hundred dollar <laughs> fine for me. He cared. He used to take me to Swiss LA and get me extra sauce, extra salad sauce. So, <laughs> 
Did you say extra salad too? Yeah, extra yeah. salad, yeah. yeah. But he's a, he's an agent that'll go above and beyond for his players. So I'm not surprised by these comments because he cares because he's probably been dealing with Mitch now for a while. Yeah. And he knows Mitch, not just the player, but Mitch the person. He's probably seen him evolve over the years from a junior player. So he has probably a, a special attachment to this particular player. So if uh, if as he if, should. If he's feeling yeah. he's being lowballed, whether it's the summer, whether it's last year, whether it's tomorrow. He's looking out for his guys. He's, guy. he's he wants, looking out for his yeah. guys. But at the same time, let's not pretend that, you know, he woke up this morning saying, hey, you know what? This is what I'm feeling. I'm going to let the media know. This has been in the works. It's been a bit of a ploy, in my opinion, because at the end of the day, um, if Marner is signing long term, 11-5 might be the number. So well, he's got to yeah. do his best to get that. So if he's signing eight years... You know, the, the, the agent's going to do whatever he can to get that number and get it close to that 11.634. Exactly. But maybe we'll go 11, uh, 6, uh, 1, yeah. 6 he, just for um, numbers. I was just going to say, Andre, I'll let you jump in for a minute. But one of the, one of the things in a minute, I should say, one of the things I did want to say, too, about this, uh, uh, about this is, you know, if you're an agent and you're looking for leverage in this situation, this helps your cause in that you've, some a cynic would say you've sent out a message to the other GMs in the league that you know if you're thinking about an offer sheet, here's my guy. Well, I, I don't think the other GMs in the league are very happy with Kyle Dubas today. I, I, I think I think uh, I, I think the other GMs in the league are are, are actually pretty angry because I think this is one of those deals where a lot of teams can't do what the Maple Leafs just did with, where, the, uh, with loading with, up the signing bonus. And- I mean. Be, let's be honest. I mean, like, what, you have a cap for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, like, they just made a mockery of this whole, you know, cap thing where they, you know, f- what is it, $54 million in signing bonus and his salary? 93%. I mean, y- you made more. Your salary was more than Austin Matthews is going to make. I can yeah. at least brag about that. Yeah, yes. That's- <laughs> well, I was, and the other thing, I, wa- I wanted to point this out, by the way, because we, we quoted some, uh, you know, some figures th- that showed that uh, – there's actually a considerable tax break for uh, players who who have large signing bonuses. Who figured that out? Was that Ziggy that figured that out? The yeah. number, the number <laughs> because it, it's taxed differently. Um, you know, uh, John Shannon uh, pointing out to me that you know, I mean, the figure is yeah, the, sal- the, the salary salary cap, the bonus in Ontario is only taxed at fifteen percent, but it's still taxed beyond the fifteen percent, at least thirty-seven percent in the U.S. And Arizona has personal income tax of four point five. So I mean, there is a a gain for Mitch, or there's a gain for Austin Matthews here, but it's not as much as some people might have suggested. But what it does do, guys, is when you get a lump sum payment, essentially what you've done is now you got that money. Now your financial people they can, you know, you're they're getting paid good money to figure out how to how to how maximize. to make more money, yeah. right? Yeah. So whether that's set up an offshore account or something. Here's the money. You guys go and do what you can with it now. And you know what? The faster you get that money, the more the interest accrues. Would I mean? It just it makes sense from the player's point uh, of well, view. I've seen get it. The money up. First. I've seen it the opposite too. The faster really? a player gets it, the more but faster makes, he spends it. But it makes it. sense too from the team's uh, perspective as it, it drives the salary cap number down because we are expecting you know thirteen and a half, fourteen mm-hmm. million for Marner. So with the upfront bonuses, that sort of now drives the cap number down and sort of gives them a bit flexibility. Uh, but um, I think this should have been done a while ago. Yeah. Same with Marner, same with Nylander, where, you know, that three, four, five million dollars that they could have saved by doing these deals back then, 
it's going to hurt them down the line. And I heard Jeff mentioning saying, you know, who cares about the other GMs? Yeah, I don't care about the you other GMs. You have to give. You, you have to care. You, you have, have to care. This is an old boys club. This is an old boys club. I was thinking about this. You know what? It's not an old boys club anymore, guys. No, it's not. It's a young guys club. No. Until one of these new teams, these new era teams come in and win the Stanley Cup, you can't. You can't. It's it's of old. It's. The, I was trying to think of the best way to to sum this up, and the, the only way I could think of this analogy, and I'll be a little bit off topic here, is we have all these uh, grand Victorian style homes in Forest Hill, and then in comes this one guy. You know what? I'm going to modernize it. I'm going to put sixteen thousand dollars, sixteen thousand windows all over the house, and put an eyesore in the community. So obviously, <laughs> it's a nice house. Example. It's a modern house. <laughs> And if I'm the neighbors, I'm going to be, you know, extremely disappointed here because you better hope it better drive up but the value of our houses. Yeah. If not, you're going to ruin the okay. whole neighborhood and you're going to ruin the why whole system. It, why does it so ruin the So the Forest Hill is the system. And and uh, Toronto Maple Leafs are that brand new, fancy, modernized right. house. So yeah. until it actually drives up uh, the value of the neighborhood, it's a big problem. Because Let's, now, what, do you, what is Colorado going to do? Ranton and says, well, you know what? What's Winnipeg going to do? I have 90 do? points... Uh, over the last two years, I got a hundred this year. Uh, you know what? I want uh, sixteen uh, signing bonus. What yeah. are they going to say? Uh, that's well, the problem. Can't Most teams can't do it, can't and, do it. And, and, so and that's, that's where you're going to be accountable now. So where Dubas, Dubas better win the cup. Yeah. He better have long term success, or he's going to have a hard time getting a job down the line. In my yeah, opinion, but, okay. Mm. But here's here's how I look at it. Yeah, Kyle Dubas's job is to win the Stanley Cup. Yeah. If they don't win the Stanley Cup, this he's going to be fired. I mean, you know, that's just that. And I'm not saying they have to win it this year. But, but he's messing up the system. Yeah. But who cares? Well, my you, son, you, my you, son and, uh, and Devo's son in 10 years, they're going to say, well, where's our signing bonus? But exactly, now but, when the next correct, uh, collective bargaining agreement, no upfront money. Okay, and now be, that's going to mess the system up because okay. now this is almost circumventing, for but lack of better words, different... that's circumventing the actual other teams can't do what the Leafs just did. The Winnipeg Jets can't give Patrick Liney 20. But... It, it, it's the point. It, it's oh, hurting. The Jets. It, it's, Wait a minute. It, it, I care about that. I take yeah, that back. Here's yeah. another example. But, I care but, about it's, the Jets. but it's hurting. It's it, it's great for Austin Matthews. And, and hey, hats off to Jeff Jackson. Yeah. But as as a whole, it hurts players. I think in the long run because this is now going to be addressed. They're making a mockery of the entire cap. So system. what you're what you're saying is the more this happens, if this becomes a regular event, then in the CBA it's shut down. Yeah. Well, l- let, let's be honest. There, there's what six teams in the league that can do this, and they and they should, I guess. And but that's what, not the, fair to the other guys yeah. whose contracts aren't lockout protected. Yeah. I remember during the last last lockout, I'm sent to New York to go try to figure out the deal and what's going on with the lockout business. And I had a player who actually had a signing bonus who was getting paid. Hey Stewie, make sure you take care of it and get it done. And I'm looking yeah. at, it, I'm like, I missed, I lost five hundred thousand dollars from that deal that I'm never going to get back. You're getting paid. What do you mean? You should be there trying to get this done. Yeah. <laughs> get this done, right? So it's not fair to the guys. So what it's doing is it's um, it's putting the the top end guys on a pedestal, and it's getting the average Joe, the average Stewies, and the average Devos. It's pushing them down the, the ladder. Pigeons, pigeons. The, that's what Z, that's but, what Ziggy said. Okay, see, I, <laughs> but here's the thing: I don't see how, and I guess I'm looking at this differently. Yeah. Um, if I'm a player. I'm willing to gamble in myself. And if I'm Austin Matthews, I'm looking at this, and, 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 and you made the point we came in here. Austin Matthews is getting, this is $58 million, $54 million, I don't have the number in front of me. He's going to be a free agent at 26. Let's say he signs his eight-year contract at 26. Salary cap's gone with, up a with little who? bit. With whoever. Let's just say he, 
He signs an eight-year contract with Arizona. Kansas makes, City. Whatever. <laughs> makes $15 million a year. Yeah. Think of how much money this guy is going to make over his career. He'll be the highest and, paid player. Yeah. And if I'm a player, I want to be a free agent as often as I can in my career. But from I the- want to have the option to sign that other big contract. And so if I'm an NHL player, I'm looking at this and it's going, great, i got to start looking at doing this. Yeah, but you're supposed to give a player money to lock him up for the longest term possible, not to let him... He, he can walk at 26 years old. Right. Yeah, and I think that's a massive mistake. Then what's what's the sense of paying him then? You're, you're supposed to buy his best years. You've got... You've got but, but Andre, you just bought six playoff runs of this guy. I get it, but you... you why you not spend... A, why not spend a little bit more and get eat? Why? why he might not... Reti- like, it's it's not okay. written in stone he's going to retire as a Maple Leaf now. You Here's know? the other thing from a Leafs point of view. This guy's missed games every year but his rookie season with an injury. Do you want to commit eight years to that guy? Absolutely. He's he's the... Without a doubt, he is the best player on your team. He's your franchise player. He's a first overall pick. And is he your captain? Wow, well, that's that's <laughs> the way to throw that in. Uh, absolutely, I, th- I think it's a mistake. You you what you just did, what they just did, is they gave him the opportunity to do what John Tavares just did to the New York Islanders. So what they're doing right now is they're staring at the bandaid. What happens when you stare at the bandaid too long, and then you wait forever to take it off? It burns you in the end, and it hurts at the end. So what they're doing is they're just delaying the inevitable. They need to solve these problems now because down the line, it's just going to create a bigger, bigger, bigger problem. You're assuming they're going to win a cup. Yeah. You can never assume that. If they don't win the Stanley Cup, then, 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 God, I got to stop. Then Austin Matthews. It's called Mostyn. If they don't win the Stanley <laughs> Cup in the next six years, Austin Matthews' contract is going to be the least of their worries. It's well, going to have been no, a colossal he, failure. What, you're, Kyle Dubas will be fired. Mike Babcock will be fired. Like, this is the thing. Yeah, Kyle Dubas has essentially told us that the, he thinks the Leafs are going to win a cup, multiple cups in well, five years. He's supposed to think that. I don't think, you know, that it, I would say... Uh, I've heard on on this network, you know, very very educated people say the Leafs would this be network, for, yeah, or, yeah, very or, educated people, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, just say that uh, you know the Leafs would be their fifth or sixth pick to win the Stanley Cup this year, you know. So I I just think you're you're kicking the can, like Stewie said, down down the line for somebody else to deal with. It's a hell of a kick. But how are you going to create that hoof. depth to win the Stanley Cup when you have? Almost $40 million committed to four players up front. And you need to sign. They need they, they need to re-sign six players still. So what I'm saying is the they had an ability to fix this problem before we got to this point. Yeah, but, and they they delayed the inevitable to create an even bigger problem. Well, I don't, I don't know. Did they, I mean, did they have the ability? That depends on if the players wanted to sign. I think, I think before. They came to Marner yeah, in the summer. In the summer. Eight I think for eight. If, what yeah, do you say? I, I think that it's a deal he Absolutely. takes then, yeah. I, I, I don't think it's hard to turn down money Matthews, then. Matthews, would you like Eichel's deal? Yes, Sam. Yes, please. You know what? And that's a great point. Like, Eichel just signed. You know, that's that's their franchise player in Buffalo. But, how, yeah, how but long they're creating another problem now because yeah. Gardner, well, no, but I want my okay. seven. Yeah. Like Kapanen, guys, guys, guys. Kapanen, they slotted Kapanen at 2.5. Yeah, right. He's going to say, where's my four and a half, five million dollars? Yeah. Because- we're sitting here saying that signing Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, William Nylander, and having John Tavares here as a free agent means I'm going to lose Jake Gardner. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but uh, I'm, 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 uh, Jake Gardner, Connor Brown. Yeah, you know what? They're going to need some guys who are going to play in the fourth line next year, making seven hundred and fifty thousand. I'm just they saying they're going to need a defenseman from, making seven hundred. From the management 000. standpoint, at the numbers, the numbers 
they don't, they, add, they don't up. add up. Yeah, they, it doesn't add up. And and they have a whole boardroom that, that goes over this stuff. And I, I, They're I just, supposed to be 10 years ahead of this stuff. I, I, but that's what I don't understand. Like, they know they can say no, right? They they don't have to take these Man, deals I, now. I, I, I just don't understand... Uh, I don't. I, I guess. I guess their thinking is is they want to know what's committed so they can go after, you know, people at the trade deadline. Well, it gives and them certain. Yeah, yeah. It gives uh, them cost. it's a very. It's kind of a real. It's a real baseball sort of approach. Give us cost certainty so that when we go to the trade deadline, we know what we can add. And then you know what? You're going to have to get some buy-in. You're you're going to have to maybe Ron Hainsey comes back next year and you say to Ron, you know what? We need you at like one point two. Maybe Ron Hainsey does that. It, it's not. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard to fill in around the edges. But again, I'm filling in around the edges with a team full of four, four great players. But you're, you're not filling around the edges. They need they need six players. With uh, they have what thirteen million? They need you know that's a lot of that's a lot of weight well, for four guys well, to carry, at, and then have the rest of the guys all at minimum. You know, I, I just. You're having you're literally all your eggs are in one or two baskets. I used the analogy before yeah. with the, uh, the 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 ice international ice hockey game for Nintendo, where you have the skinny, the yeah, medium. I like that analogy. They have too many skinny I, I guys. They yeah. need to mix in some medium and fat guys. Yeah, we yeah. should mention by the way, there is a hockey game tonight. The Senators. I wonder how the Senators. I wonder what Matt Deshane yeah. and those guys are. Uh, the Senators are playing the uh, Leafs tonight, seven o'clock. Is their pregame show on Sportsnet five ninety? The fans seven thirty puck drop on Sportsnet Ontario um, and Sportsnet. 590 the fan um we're not going to agree on the the austin matthews contract i think it's i i I think it's just uh a guy who's kicking the problem down the road where this guy should have been locked up for a very long time and they didn't do that let me ask you this then okay this deal is done as we mentioned nylander's done Tavares is done i'll take darren ferris at his word that marner is going to get done is there a guy who, as of this morning, is basically on his final? He's he's in his final year with this team. I mean, to me, Nylander for sure. You think Nylander? Yeah, okay, I, 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 yeah, I, th- I think I think absolutely he has to be in his last year. I, I think that's the way the contract was set up for them to pay him all the money, and then uh, and that's a lot of uh, other people share your opinion. Yeah, I, I, I mean, uh, one thousand percent. That was the plan when getting him. Okay, let's just pay him his money, and we'll 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 pay him out by. July first or whatever, and then we could, we could look to trade him. That's for sure. And I, and I believe that whole thing that maybe the last year of Marlowe's deal, you know, he goes back after they pay him. I I, I think he might go back to San Jose, retire right, as like, a shark. I, I think because I, I think uh, if I read it right, I think he his hit would only be one point two. Yeah, right, for something, something like yeah, yeah. So so I think uh, that that'd be smart for the Sharks. You know, that's a that's a great player who is your franchise player. He sells mm-hmm. tickets and he can retire then. But as if a they're shark. this close to the cup with this team, why would they make these many changes? So we know what they need. They obviously need a right shot. They need you know some more depth on defense. They need some bottom line guys. So if they need that and they don't have to pay a premium to do that, why would they blow everything up? So no, he's not. Uh, but no, not blowing exactly everything up, but capping in, yeah. but. You can do that through free agency. Gardner's going to be gone, so Gardner's his numbers are his, his numbers are coming off the box yeah. off the books. Gardner's gone, um, Brown's gone. But you don't have to pay a premium for a bottom six guy that plays, you know, without a visor and that plays that heavy <laughs> that heavy game. <laughs> that plays that heavy game. You can get that for a, a million bucks, a million and a half. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, oh, yeah, it'd I think be different. You get it lower. Yeah. It'd be different if you know the prospect pool's that heavy, where you have guys that can come in and make that immediate impact, like you know Janssen and yeah. uh, Kapanen. But 
I with the emergence well, I, of Kapanen, I think Gardner's uh, not Gardner. Uh, Nylander. Nylander is yeah. gone. I, but I, at the same time, it's going to create another problem now because what are you going to pay Kapanen when you have cap problems? I mean, I just I, I don't see how, you know, I'd love to see the math in their boardroom because I don't see how, you know, they have one of their players is Mitch Marner and then they they have like $12 million to sign like six guys or something. You know, like I just don't, I don't see the math working. I'm just spitballing here. Would the NHL take no signing bonus, take that away and get rid of the cap? I don't. I I just say. How do you I, fix? Like, how do you fix this? I I don't know. But how do you fix somebody this? who thinks that? I think a salary cap is the worst thing to no, happen. No, I think it's horrible too. But and, remember, and it's the worst thing to happen to the Toronto Maple Leafs because you know what? The Maple Leafs should be able to spend foolishly. Remember the, the New York Rangers? No, but look remember when they the did that Rangers? when they got Ron Francis yeah. and Leach and all. They traded for all these guys and they they traded away all these picks. That set them back ten years by doing but it you, that way. So the, I think the cap now it it keeps you a little bit more sensible where you have to do things within a system to be competitive and it actually help the Leafs. I it, can't it, believe it, that you're basically say, I'm I'm basically uh, saying a player should be able to get whatever the hell he can get. I, yeah, and you're yeah. arguing against that. Well, the the salary cap was supposed no, to bring Anthony is. oh so, yeah, but the, it's supposed to bring parity and. It, most teams can't. There's only a handful of teams in the league could do what the Maple Leafs just did. That's a huge uh, advantage for them. That's not fair to these other teams. They can't, as you just said, Brandon, Colorado can't do that. Winnipeg Jets can't do that to keep yeah. landing. And, and and it's not. That's not really fair. That's that's not the whole purpose or the spirit of the salary cap. But are the Leafs and the Rangers more competitive with the cap or without the cap? Oh, I think sure. they're more competitive. They were more competitive with the cap these last couple of years, and they were. Well, I think the the, the problem is, I think they're smarter now yeah. than they were a couple of years ago. Um, but anyhow, I, I, yeah, we're not. I, we're just not going to agree on the Austin Matthews. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, listen, and you know what? <clears throat> listen, no, I appreciate. Uh, I, I mean, I appreciate the player. Look. You know what? You your guys have had your guys have had to be have had to be out there getting jobs in hockey. So you got yeah. a much better take on on how the market operates, yeah. how I, the market operates than I, I do. I, I just think it's a big mistake to give a guy, you know, no matter what his intentions are. Now you're mm. you're, you're you're setting him up uh, financially for the rest of his life, and then he's a free agent at 26 years old, and he can go anywhere and make even more. So. Look at John. You think John Tavares? He gave up less money to come here because money wasn't uh, number one factor right. for him at that point in his career. So now you're setting a guy up who might have a cup under his belt for thirty other teams to bid on at 26 years old. I just think it's a massive, massive mistake. But they're thinking these guys. It happens all the time in hockey. Uh, they're thinking short term. They're thinking mm. about themselves. They're thinking about keeping their jobs and how can I make this all fit? And I, I gave my word I would get all these guys signed and stuff. So they have to, you know, that. But there's another element here. When does the CBA expire? Anybody? When, 2022? 2022? Maybe. So maybe. They, they, yeah. So essentially, that bridge will have to be crossed with the new CBA in place. And maybe part of the calculation here on the part of the Leafs and maybe in the agent as well is we don't know what that new CBA is going to be like. So wouldn't it make more sense than for the agent to lock up more term? You know, like you don't yeah, know what the I'm new CBA... From, I'm saying from the team's point yeah. of view, this is perfect. I, I see, like I, I disagree. I think it's perfect now short term because you could say you got everybody uh, fit in, but the whole point to giving these guys these this kind of money and this is, is to get term and you didn't really get the longest possible term you know you 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 basically gave up all his 
you gave him all his UFA. He might be getting a $20 million signing bonus times, you know, after his next, for his next deal. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. You're, you have to pay him again. You know, you, you, you should, you should, you you paid him once. He was going to get paid anyhow. Anyhow, Uh, we got to take a break and we come back the flip side of the Austin Matthews contract, Mitch Marner. And we'll talk a little more about some of the things his agent, Darren Ferris had to say today. I'm going to ask these guys, and 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 uh, one of the things we asked Darren Ferris about is sort of, you know, Paul Marner, Mitch's dad, had been in the news a couple of times. Um, and um, I just want to talk about what impact family can have in a decision like this. It's Lisa Morning Skate on Sportsnet 590, The Fan. Good show, good podcast. Subscribe to podcasts of good show at iTunes or with your favorite podcatcher. Sportsnet 590, The Fan. On demand. Now, back to Leafs Morning Skate on Sportsnet 590, The Fan. Offside. Well, guys, five minutes each for fighting. Or onside. My goodness. Whose side are you on? Hey, get off my back. All right, let's go. All right, it is time for offside, onside. So I'm going to be, I'm, I'm just doing this because, like, everybody's an insider in this place. It's Andre Devon, Anthony Stewart. Buddy. We, got, we got insiders coming out of the yin-yang. And I'm certainly not one. I got I'm, bumped. I got bumped from my spot yesterday because of an insider. I'm supposed to come on. Really? Insider bumped me off. Yeah. Anyhow. Oh, wow. So I'm going to play insider here. Was it Ziggy? <laughs> based on, based on, only on your former agent, Darren Ferris's comment that to chill and things are going to, I am going to say that Mitch Marner, despite this contention that they're not going to negotiate, Mitch Marner will end up signing a con getting a contract extension with the Leafs during the regular season. Offside. Oh. Well, yeah. Let me at least get it out. Yeah, no, you're you're offside hundred percent, I think. I, I think just the fact they said it, they're gonna stick to that. And I think the longer I, I if Nylander's taught us anything, the longer you make the Leafs wait, the more they're gonna end up caving in the end. Man, oh man. Yeah. I have to say uh onside. You think he's oh, gonna wow. Yeah, I think they have to do it because, as we just mentioned, the Nylander situation, it creates a domino effect now. So if we're going to wait to the end of the season, it's going to create another problem with Kapanen and other free agents coming down the line. So I think they got to start now knocking these guys off one by one. Marner's the next uh, name on the list. So Five or eight. Do you think he settles for a five-year deal? I think he goes eight. I think he goes eight. Um, ten and a half million bucks. What, what, when do they? When is the date where they know what the cap is for next year? Though that that that, uh, that plays a huge factor. I think, I think they already the, know, don't they? No. Yeah. When? When? Oh the, no! You know what? It's the commission. That's right. I think the commissioner's news con. Uh, John Shannon, if you're out there, when's the salary cap set? Yeah, because I, I think that that would be the deciding factor, I think, from the Marner camp. You know, how much can we actually get out? You know, so so if there's an extra two million bucks there, that, that makes a huge difference. All right. Yeah, so, I think so you say that I'm offside. You're Mitch offside, Marner's not yeah. going to, yeah. yeah. You really have filled the Zigamanis role very well. <laughs> I must give you credit for that. I love it. Ziggy. I must give you credit for that. Anthony Stewart, of course, saying, and rightly so, saying that I am correct in my <laughs> assertion. I want to play a clip from our interview with Darren Ferris. Uh, you, you'll remember Paul Marner, Mitch's dad, who did an interview in The Athletic. I don't know when it was, but the interview was sort of, if you read the interview, it sounds very much as if Paul Marner, understandably a proud father, uh, is, is essentially saying, look, you know, uh, 
every time I hear that everybody talk about leadership with this team, one of the names that isn't mentioned is Mitch Marner. Um, let, let's, uh, this is Darren Ferris, Mitch Marner's agent on, on the Jeff Blair show earlier today, talking about that in particular, Derek, can you play that? I think Paul gets a lot of bad press for no reason, because, uh, I'll tell you, he is a good father. He, he, he works closely, as I said, with his son's charity and, and with his son, and there's nothing wrong with a parent protecting his son. Uh, I just find it unusual that people at these young ages are, are, you know, take a position that, Hey, you can't, you can't be there, you know, making comments or defending your son in any uh, shape or form. All right. And, and as we said, Darren Ferris, when I say, look, basically chill, um, Mitch is going to sign with the Leafs. He's going to be a Leaf for a long time. We've got two guys, Andre DeVoe, Anthony Stewart, yeah, different careers, but you guys at some point have had to sign contracts. You've had to, you know, families, it's a, especially I would think in a case of the guy like Mitch Marner, he's a local kid and all that. There's a lot of interest. Like, you know, every place Mitch Marner goes, his buddies are asking, are you going to get a contract done? Are you going to get a contract done? What is the role that parents play in a decision like this? And is it awfully hard? You, know, you have an agent, but yeah, it's your parents, right? Is it, is it hard to sort of to separate them from the equation? Anthony, I'll start with you. How did, how did, yeah, it's really how did hard. Find uh, I was a first rounder um, and I was due for a big signing bonus. And um, I actually went down to the wire where I was negotiating back and forth with the team and my agent and actually talking to my parents during the process. So it actually came down to the wire, the 2 p.m. deadline. And <clears throat> it was... Uh, it was tough having that conversation with the parents, you know, mentioning that, hey, I might not be signing here. And, you know, we didn't come from uh, a lot of money and knowing that I had to go back to junior possibly for another year. And you were talking about a million dollars. A million dollars. And, you know, according to the agent at the time, <clears throat> it wasn't enough. So, um, but at the same time, you make the decision to hire an agent with your parents. You choose the right the right agent that's for you for you and your family, you have to trust your agent. So you can, especially in a process like this, you got to trust them until they prove otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I was kind of in a different situation where for, for me, I was always looking for what was the best situation for me to stay, right. you know, because I would always get pushed out where guys came back from injury or contracts and stuff like that. So uh, my dad would have some input, you know, but at the end of the day, we always, you're giving your agent one of your checks for a reason. You know, he's, right. he's supposed to keep track of this stuff and supposed to do the math or where you have the best chance of staying and what's the best possible position to put your client in. So, um, you know, I, I took my parents' advice, but at, but at the same time, you know, my agent always had the final say with me. But you're going to have a lot more situations where you're going to have these parents that are going to be, you know, stepping up, letting their thoughts be known, especially now with social media, parents mm-hmm. are going to be involved. So you're going to see a lot more situations where you might even have a Carl Lindros where the parents actually are the are the agents. Because <laughs> I trust me, I coach minor hockey, and there's a lot of parents that are lawyers. There's a uh, lot of parents that um, are really well financially off, and they know finance. Well, you have to be. And I think no. they're going to be stepping yeah. up and saying, you know what? Save your 4%. I'll do it for you, little Johnny. Yeah. And I think you're going to create a problem now when you have the parents, you know, when negotiate. the parents get involved yeah. because it's it's tough to negotiate from a business standpoint when you're dealing with your child. I yeah. see a lot of parents. Uh, I, I teach at the Canadian Hockey Academy. I see a lot of parents carrying kids' bags. Uh, that's That was the biggest no-no when I was that, – that would get you sat for sure. And it's It's – that's the trend now. Yeah. I have a parent that's a doctor and says it's actually bad for the child to actually be leaning to the one side with that much weight oh on their God. shoulder. And well, so game, so that's, that's acceptable now. The game's, game's changing. changing. Yeah, it's so different. And, and you know, one of the, one of the things I think needs to be said as well too is, you know, from the parents' point of view, um, 
there's like if, if your kid makes it to the NHL, yeah, if you have a lot of money, you're fine. But man, you could go into debt getting your kid to the NHL. I have a I, you know so this you is, can, I, I have a friend who's currently in the NHL, and I won't say who it is, but. I know for a fact I grew up with this guy, and his parents mortgaged this, their house three times to keep him in hockey. Three times. You can go to debt when you're in the NHL. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. But, no, it, it's and, – and and I think that's why, you know, when parenting's changed. And yeah. I, I'm just wondering if maybe we're not we're not going to see more and more of that. And I don't know Mitch and, and Paul Marner. Um, and, and, hell, if Mitch was my kid, damn right, if I'd be, I'd be talking him up as well. But – in this situation, you almost think that the less it's said, the better. In their de- in their defense, though, I mean, media is a little different now yeah, too. Where, where, where the onus is on yeah, the media. Why yeah. is the media? Yeah. Very true. Why are yeah. they talking to him? Yeah, exactly. obviously, you know what his, his quote's going to be. Yeah, my kid's the best. Uh, and, he deserves to be paid. Why and, are you talking to him? And and there's there's some parents. I'm sure if you went and uh, asked them for quotes, you could get some pretty good stories out of them too. So I mean, just the fact that he's in the media is kind Stop of stop talking to the parents. Yeah, Jim. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard you got uh, Vladimir Vladimir Guerrero coming on. Uh, you're going to talk to him about his son. No, is that true or no? Who said this? <laughs> That's what I heard. You want to talk to him about his son? God, Vladdy. I, I covered Vladdy for six years, and I. I it, How good was he? I saw him. It was great, but yeah. he, he would never speak. He would speak English to you, like shooting the crap, but he'd never speak English to you in an interview. He wouldn't come on and do an interview on <laughs> Vladdy on talking about talking about his son. That was curveball, <laughs> He's the Ziggy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Oh man. Absolutely. Um. I gotta figure out where to go on from this because I'm just Austin Matthews. I'm Austin Matthews and, and Mitch Marner out, and we do have a game tonight. What about Deshane? Deshane, what's he gonna sign for? Yeah. Well, they're trading him now. I mean, he's you gotta trade him. Eight, eight millions too much, and they're in pure rebuild mode. So this I, what 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 do you think the immediate? You know, never mind the off season impact uh, of Matthews' contract, but it seems to me that this is gonna have an immediate impact. There are going to be a lot of teams. Like, it's got to have an impact on what Columbus is thinking. It's got to have an impact on what Ottawa's thinking. Well, Columbus, I think, is the most interesting one in the entire NHL because what do you do? I mean, they can't – I don't think you could give those guys up for nothing. But at the same time, I mean, there's a, I don't, there's, there's got to be a reason you're not locking up Bobrovsky long-term. So, you know, other teams have to be a little cautious. I'm always there. suspicious with goalies that there yeah. may be an injury or something yeah. like yeah. that. But if I'm the teams now, I'm worried about my RFAs because the market's been set now midseason where now you're thinking if these guys now are on pace for 100, 110 points, you might want to try to lock them up now before they hit that number because once they hit that number and that bar's been set at, you know, 11.6 and Marner asking for 10.5, I'm trying to lock these guys up now. So if I'm Colorado – is worst point points in Tampa, right? Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay. I'm trying to lock these guys up now because it's going to create a big problem and it's going to have that trickle down effect throughout the whole entire league. See, I think the I, the most interesting one to me is Lanny because he's not he, he's one of those like epic players, but he's yeah. not on the first line there, so he's going to demand like Austin Matthews money, but there's no way Kevin Shoveldayoff is is paying him what 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 he wants. So He'll it's going to be money. I, Maybe I, I mean, Shifley, you have to pay Sh- your young guys. Now, Shifley, you have to pay your young guys not just for what they did, what they did, but I, the potential. Shifley what they're took going six to do. and a half. That, there's no way. There's there's that no. That was back ch- in the day when yeah. the, the cap was different. And uh, guys were the, this he's deal. Not these deals now have put us into a new stratosphere. Now that yeah, we're talking, I, I, we can't be talking about two years yeah. ago, two years ago. That's no, that's a great point. This it's I think people underestimate how much the ground has changed in two years. Yeah, 
Uh, Winnipeg I find interesting only because I think part of the gig with Winnipeg is, uh, you know, Winnipeg's an acquired taste. I can say that. I lived there for 20-odd for years. But I think the Jets might be a little different, and I think there is something there yeah. with that group with Wheeler and, and Shifley and Shevel Dayoff yep. and Paul Maurice. I think I've thought all along that Patrick Liney, and maybe it's, maybe it's because I'm used to European players going to Winnipeg and, 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 you know, and enjoying it and having a great life and Timo Solani and all that stuff. I think Liney will stay in Winnipeg. That's one that doesn't – you know, the guy I'd be looking at is a guy like Braden Point or somebody like that. Well, I mean, see, like, it, it's different. Well, the there. Florida's Ta- Ta- a no-tax Yeah, Ta- see, like, Tampa has such an advantage. I remember when I signed with Florida – that was one of the selling points was you, you get 10% or 15% more of your money. So, I mean, yeah, that Tampa kind of has an advantage there where he might take less. But a, a guy like Lanny, I mean, he's getting taxed. We all live in Canada. We know what the tax situation yeah. is here. And, he, and He's having a bad year, and he's still at 29 goals. So, he's still at the top of the league. So, <laughs> can you believe I, it's, this? It's, bad year it's funny how we're talking about him. Oh, he's, he's doing bad. He's, he's taking a step back. But he's going to score close to 40 goals, I, right? That's so, what, but that's what I mean. So, he's not in their, like, core. Like, but, he's not Shifley or Wheeler. But at the same time, they the have coach, to pay him. Coach, at the same time, he's a young star. He, you know, one of the faces of the franchise, they have to pay him accordingly. Not yeah. for what he's doing, but what he, for what he's going to do yeah. and what he's about to no, do. No, I agree with you completely. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I want to uh, shift focus a little bit. We mentioned the Senators in our town tonight. We haven't had a chance to talk about Jake Muzzin. I want to talk about Jake Muzzin. Um, it, I, I made the point a couple of days ago. It's funny watching his reaction to people's reaction to him. Like the post-game interview after the, after the game against Anaheim, the hit he put on Corey Perry. You know, he kind of said he was, he was surprised that everybody was getting worked up. He said that's kind of, as he said, it was just another hit. That's kind of just another night in the in the Western Conference. But it just did reinforce, didn't it? Just how very few players on this team hit anybody. Well, that's very few. I've been saying that since I've been coming on your show. I mean, it's it's. I watch I watch the game and I'll be taking my notes and it, I'll I'll mark every time in my notes. You know, like five minutes, no hit. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's it's just I know I and I get people saying the games change, but it's just so different because I, I remember I used to have to go out there and if I didn't have a check, you know, I, I might not have played again. You know, so it's just it's so different. I, I can't imagine the way uh, a, a fourth line or third line guy is is looking to contribute. You know, I guess yeah. you have to try to get a cycle going or something now. I I, I don't know. And it's it's weird because of the West Coast bias, and they don't have any idea what type of player Muzzin is. He's a really yeah. good, solid player. Yeah, and, no, I, I guarantee yeah. you a lot of people and are stunned by People yeah. heard he can shoot the puck, but did yeah. you see that goal he scored the other night? Jeez. Like, that's, that they should be setting that up on the power play every single power yeah. play, we, right? We, so that's, Everybody on this show has talked about yeah. one of the issues with the Leafs power play. Too many passes, yeah. not enough shots, and, and especially not enough from hard the ba- shots. Especially from the back end. Yeah. It creates yeah. on the power play, creates yeah. a lot so of So we're in a bubble goals. almost in the Toronto market, not realizing how many good, solid players there are out there, and people are surprised that he throws a hit. Yeah. I've seen him personally, you know, beat up Corey Perry like five times in front of the net. So that's that's yeah. a regular Tuesday afternoon for but him, right? The yeah. Western Conference, I remember, you know, it's going back a while now, but I remember I used to circle my Western Conference games because I knew – it was just, it was like two different leagues. The Western mm-hmm. Conference was way tougher, and there was always two or three tough guys, and it was just, it was way more of a physical battle. And I think it's not the, it's not to that extreme now, but I think there's still a lot more hitting in the in the West. Ivanins. Yeah, oh, remember him? I remember he challenged me, and I, I didn't Who want to Who was the guy him. in Chicago, the big guy, too? Remember him? Um, Scott. No, uh, oh, uh, Coach, Coach. Coach. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
Coach, David, David Coach. Coach. So, I, if you ever saw a Street Fighter, yeah. he'd be Zangief <laughs> on the ice. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, does that not is sum that, him up? Is that a reference? Does anybody get that? What is his name? Zangief. Zangief, Zangief from Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. <laughs> I, I partied with him once. A great guy. He challenged me to fight. I said no. We were up like 5-1 at the end of a game in Chicago. And then then I was out at the bar, and he, he bought me a drink from across the bar, and we, we were together all night. Garrett great Burnett yeah, used to eat guy. Flexol before the game. I've mentioned that. Okay, Zangief. Now I see, see yeah, Zangief. Yeah. Well, he was Often called the Red Cyclone. Yeah. Few guys I said no to. That was one of the guys I said no to. I was like, ah, Ivan is same Christoph thing. Christoph Oliwa. I remember. I remember. Oh, I remember. I, 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 oh, I was pushing Kopitar after a shift in L.A. and Ivan is came over the boards and I, d- I didn't fight him. And I remember I was getting on the plane and Mike Fuda texts me. He's like, "Good job not fighting." He goes, "It's <laughs> like, a diva. Don't don't ever fight Ivan as." He goes, "I'm looking out for you." You know. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, Jake Muzzin has had an immediate. Immediate impact. He's been in Doughty's shadow a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, be honest. Yeah, he's been in Doughty's shadow a little bit, and this is a great time for him to shine. But he's, it's no surprise that he's going to come in here and, and do well. Do he's, they extend him July 1st? I don't want to even get in that conversation. We're pumping yet. his tires. Let's pump him all the way up <laughs> yeah. and see how far we can go. You know, the, one of the things <laughs> I found really interesting about that, that, and there was a great shot during the game of Ron Hainsey next to Dermot, and Hainsey was doing the talking, and Dermot was doing the listening. See, I think. I think one of the winners here is Travis Dermott. Because I think him, I mean, him having Ron Hainsey as his partner. I mean, we saw two rushes against Anaheim, yeah. where he just took the puck around the net. It's, I, I think he has. I think this is just such a good move for well, him. Well, Hainsey is such. And a, I think Dermott's going to be a really good player. I, I, well, we'll see. You know, jury's still out, but I, I think he's got a lot of upside. But I, I think the advantage with playing a guy like Hainsey is you could take some offensive chances now because he's such a stay-at-home guy. Uh, and and it's definitely in the plans for the Maple Leafs that he's going to probably take Gardner's spot. So they're hoping mm-hmm. he they're trying to give him a little bit of a a taste to do do a little bit of offense. Probably not Gardner uh, numbers, but but some. Yeah, Hainsey's a pro's pro, and yeah. you need. I mentioned before he every team needs a, a dressing room. Yeah, with Ron Hainsey in it, so. Um, I think he's, he's he's an unsung hero on this team. Just be you know how he is away from he's, the you know away from the rink, how he is with the younger players. Yeah. Um, you know, he's a guy that sets up the team meals on the road. Yeah. So he's one of those guys that keeps the team together. He's one of those gel guys. So regardless of his number, I think they have to look at bringing him back next year because he's, oh, I'm, you know, I'm with you. 100%. He stabilizes he's that team. Come back. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, and I'm very surprised because I played with him in Atlanta and I wasn't sure, you know, how his career would finish, but he's outlasted me. So yeah. he's doing something he's right. He's the so. guy who you'd, who you'd show up in his, the- yeah, his equipment was still at the rink. <laughs> He'd leave it there over the summer. That's, I, res- that's, I respect that. That's, that's the veteran. Uh, that's, the veteran. that's a veteran. The veteran. Move. That's an yeah. amazing coach. Sticks his head in. God, Hainsey's here. And no, and we, and we always talk. We, we we always talk about Riley's success and how much she's done. But the the reason Riley's able to jump up in almost every play is because you have a guy like Hainsey yeah. backing you up. Now he has Muzzin. Same thing, but. You know, uh, Riley definitely owes a lot of his success to playing with Hainsey this year. I think people really do underestimate the importance of, like, mentoring. uh, Yeah. Because you spend so much time around each other. I'm telling you, if I had a guy that instead of, you know, bringing them to the back of the plane to show me their paycheck as opposed to showing me their vi- some video, I think I would still be playing. So it's it's really underrated that a veteran player that cares, it does wonders for a team, and that creates a winning atmosphere. Yeah. No, that's yeah. a great point, and I think yeah. the word is care. A, a, lot, of, a lot of times, like, uh, you know, I had in Mike, a lot of times veteran guys are threatened by you. 
So they don't give you any, yeah. uh, they, they don't give you any mentoring if they see you might take their job in a few years, you know? So it's, it's a, it's a big advantage having a guy that, you know, he's at the end, but, but at the same time, he's still got some left and he's helping these young guys out. Maybe he's the next coach. You never know. Maybe. This was a lot of fun guys. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you doing this, even though you're both really wrong about the, numbers. uh, We'll, we'll, we'll debate this in five years. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah. come back We'll here. come back to this oh episode and we'll see. Bye. I don't even want to think five years, we're, we're, five we're, years down the road. After the press conference of Matthews putting on the Coyotes jersey. I still think the Leafs <laughs> should have made the announcement in Phoenix in a couple of Sundays. That's what I would imagine. Imagine that. News conference that'd be a big middle finger. That would be. Uh, that's it for Leafs Morning Skate. Don't forget Leafs and Senators tonight from Scotiabank. 7 o'clock pregame, 7.30 puck drop, drop, drop. It's on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Spit it out, Jeff. It's also on Sportsnet Television. Have a great day, everybody.